Welcome to Becoming Soul, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for Better Call Soul on AMC and on Netflix. I'm your host Matthew, joining me today, my co-host is David. How's it going? I'm doing well, thanks. Good. Uh, this is for Season 6, Episode 4. We're getting through this already, although we started off with two. So, yes. uh, Season 6, Episode 4, hit and run. People had their interesting theories about this episode, but uh, what, did, <laughs> uh, what did you think of the episode itself? Uh, interesting, kind of slightly ambiguous opening because you weren't quite kind of sure exactly at the time what was going on. Um, uh, it's a nice sort of not not as weird as some of the openings that we get with uh, Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, but um, nice sort of ambiguous of like not entirely sure what's happening here. This is a bit weird, uh, so I rather like that. Um, and then we got to see a bit more of the payoff of them stealing the car last week or, or stealing the key to the car last week. We got to see what they were actually doing that for. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was that, which was nice. Um, we actually got Mike and Kim to meet for the pretty much for the first time. Um, yeah, yeah. So that was quite a big thing. And that was quite interesting. Um yeah, there's and uh, first sort of use of, of of Gus using kind of underground hidden tunnel things, as well. We saw, mm-hmm. um, you know, cool. we we know he likes his sort of uh, hidden properties and stuff. So that was really cool. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and more soul stuff, and yeah. So that was that. You know, we we see the the office make its first appearance where we find him in breaking bad as well so that the sort of strip mall office that mm-hmm. we uh, yeah so that makes its first turning up this this episode so there's lots of good stuff in here i think this week yeah yeah definitely um no i think this is another fantastic episode um definitely uh, it was interesting to see um because uh, the better call soul uh facebook post um put out and said like hey Tonight at nine, you know, advertising the episode "Hit and Run" directed by Raya Seahorn. <laughs> so yes. people try to put two and two together and make four by saying like, um, and it was a it was a fun kind of um, thing that was put out there. That was like, oh, Raya Seahorn's uh, going to be directing like the mystery of her own characters hit and run or or something, which was uh, right. which was quite funny. So because uh, she would be behind the camera and you know not not yes. sort of in front of it, which would be. But obviously that didn't happen, uh, which is good because we don't want to lose Kim. Well, we don't want to lose her yet. We don't want to lose her at all. So, no. uh, especially not after uh, after Nacho. I mean, we are, we are gonna no, no. I mean to kill both of them off like one episode after another would yeah. be kind of major. But uh, yeah, no, no. So I didn't think that was gonna happen. But um, yeah, I mean we are gonna lose Kim at some point because she's not in Breaking Bad. Mm. So well, she's gonna go away at some point. She's gonna go. But how we lose her is is still a very much an open question. Yeah. Which is really interesting, by the way. You mentioned the uh, office thing. Obviously, we'll talk about that at the end. But it gave you a bit of a sense of, like, we know she doesn't... Well, she might work in this office for a small amount of time, but we know she doesn't stay in this office um, mm-hmm. up to a certain point because, obviously, when we see the office in uh, uh, in Breaking Bad, uh, she's not there. So yeah. it was interesting to see, like, the, the, fir- the first kind of glimpses of that, I suppose, of, like... Okay, she might work in here at some point, like to start with, um, but we know she doesn't stay in there. So uh, that was uh, that was really interesting because some people have started talking about like how close this is getting to Breaking Bad, which is exciting as well. Obviously, we know we're in the uh, final season anyway, so that stuff that stuff is going to start happening. Yeah. And I, I think the more and more we get of things like that, 
uh, it's going to be really really cool so um obviously we're supposed to have a you know cameo or two which will be uh interesting later on so mm-hmm. um but no yet again just uh really great use of uh, what i thought this episode actually specifically did so well is it had some really genuinely funny moments and it was really intense at the same time and that can be quite difficult and the interesting way i thought that they did that aside from aside from gus's uh you know the the cartel story as we like to sort of call it which is usually dr- dramatic anyway um i feel like what they're doing which is quite interesting is jimmy in this episode is doing very um soul jimmy type stuff but the more comedic type things and kim is the one being like followed and she's the one dealing with like um you know seeing wendy and and that type of thing so what i thought they actually did in this episode was which is interesting is give more of the dramatic stuff to kim and then jimmy's got a bit more of the slapsticky sort of yeah comedy parts like with the car and the post and all that sort of thing yeah um and i thought it actually struck that pretty well but even while jimmy's doing like the comedic thing of trying to move that um parking post thing uh and whatever you're still like quick howard's coming and like it's it's still intense but it wasn't dramatic it was like intense and funny so there's there's quite a lot of tones in this episode and none of it sort of feels like oh one minute you're being dramatic one minute you're being funny it's 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 stupid because sometimes that can um struggle to work in certain shows but um again it's down to just the excellent writing directing camera work music just just every bit of like a you know piece of quality that goes into something like this and even like as the episode because sometimes you can tell when an episode is ending right like the camera's drifting away from um uh kim and jimmy and i was like no i don't want the episode to end there and then the credits yeah. came up and i was like damn uh, yeah. Which is always a really good sign. So again, just just as always, it's you know usual qualities and stuff. But um, yeah, there's plenty of great moments to uh, to get into. So, what what, what do you think of the uh, the balance of tone and stuff in this episode? Yeah, I I liked seeing Jimmy doing a bit more of the kind of slapstick comedy stuff. I think that's that's mm-hmm. yeah really cool. Um, and yeah, the I mean it, sort of that meeting between Mike and kim and the fact that mike's gone to kim because he's like i think you're made of sterner stuff you know he's Uh that that i think is quite interesting um and it's true yeah oh yeah i do think it's true you know um it is starting to to maybe drop hints about where they you know where where things are going that this is gonna get kim pulled in further and possibly maybe she does get taken out by Layla. But, um, you know, it sounds like she's going to get herself or going to get roped into that sort of drug thing, even though she doesn't want to. Mm. And and you do wonder if, well, maybe that's the reason that she's not there by the yeah. time to Breaking Bad. So, yeah, it's, it, it, it is interesting how they've kind of played that and, and sort of set that up. Mm-hmm. By the way, I'm loving this um, Where is Lalo thing. That's really, yeah. really interesting to me. But so is yeah. like everything else in the episode. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, all right, that's it for the, the pre-talk, I think. Let's do some housekeeping and then we'll get into the recap. See you in a minute. 
Hi there, and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links, the first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra you can find the link to our amazon affiliate link in your show notes the second affiliate link for today is our Kualu affiliate link if you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes they also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well so if you need help with getting set up Kualu will be able to help you with that as well the links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film and we will review that for you on that month and then when it gets to the next month you can request a new TV show or a film review of your choice that's $3 level tier that does also of course include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show alright so recently on uh, Entertainment Talk um, did my season 1 review yesterday for Moonlight because the season finale episode went out it was the 6th episode obviously the MCU Marvel uh, Disney Plus TV show uh, gave that a don't skip rating um, that is spoiler free for the first half and then very spoilery in the second half but you can listen to the first part if you've not seen all the episodes uh, so that was for Moon Knight the next thing we've got coming up which is actually out right now already uh, is obviously Doctor Strange and I will be reviewing that either tomorrow or Saturday likely um, so just look out for that whenever that's going to be happening again as I said on the Moon Knight podcast if you want to know when I've seen Doctor Strange so you've got an idea of when the episode is going to come out um, I'll probably tweet like I've seen it or something not with any spoilers but I'll just tweet that I've seen it or something so look out for all that that's Twitter uh, eTalkUK if you want those type of updates uh, over on the chat podcast this month I talked about April 2022 and how all of that went for Entertainment Talk I also talked about an ongoing uh, discussion uh, with what I've sort of called gender education for like younger people and how that could be managed and whatnot also dipped into the conversation uh, with uh, abortion at the moment and why America's decided to be stupid about what's what's going on uh, there's a lot of obviously discussion around that at the moment uh, so I talked all about that and a whole bunch of other stuff did a bit more mental health update behind the scenes type of stuff and all of that so a uh, bit, bit of a packed episode which is good uh, so you can check out all of that uh, over on the United cast, uh, Man United actually played really, really well for once. It was really surprising, <laughs> but uh, we beat Brentford <laughs> by three goals to nil. And uh, do you remember that um, said about one Bolsa in the previous episode? The player that we got with a similar name called One Mata um, played mm-hmm. his last game 
at Old Trafford. He's going to be leaving at the end of the season. And, wow, he put in quite a performance. Quite a performance indeed. Um, so uh, that was his goodbye match as well as like four other players because we've got loads of players leaving on a free contract but um that was that but that was really good three goals Ronaldo grabbing yet another one and that was good uh May United have got two games left for the season and then we can kick on more for next season uh Brighton half past five Saturday and then there's no game for two weeks for some reason and then we've got the last game which is Palace which is where everybody plays on that last day for the last game of the season um, over on the Gaming Talk podcast this week, uh, we talked about the logo reveal of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. It wasn't just a whole discussion about a simple logo. Uh, I also talked about uh, my expectations for the game and just looking forward to it and everything else like that. Uh, so that's an update for Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, but it's now sort of like officially announced. We knew it was pretty much happening, uh, but Infinity Ward and Call of Duty tweeted out uh, that it is real, so that is good. Uh, I also talked about an update for Sifu. They've added some um, uh, difficulty options and some new content and things like that. So you can check that out as well. I believe the update is free for everybody. So check that out. And uh, a bit of a patch update for Dying Light 2. We also did our predictions for the Microsoft and Bethesda Game Showcase. Which is going to be happening in June. Which is a pretty normal time of the year for game showcases to be happening. So what are they going to show? Starfield, etc, etc. All that kind of stuff. So that was good as well. Uh, over on uh, TV reviews things, I did a must-see review for Russian Doll Season 2. Really, really enjoyed that second season. And uh, that is... Was that entirely spoiler-free? Um, yeah, I think it was entirely spoiler-free. Uh, the first half was at least. But um, you can check that out for Russian Doll Season 2. Um, and that is the show that's, of course, on Netflix. So I gave that a must-see um, rating. Um, over on the Analyzing Television episode, David joined me for his first Analyzing Television podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we talked about the Netflix situation, which is the best way to describe that. What's happening with their stock and price shares and all that kind of business stuff. And then talking about the fact that they don't tell anybody when they've got new shows coming out and uh, all that sort of stuff. So you can check that episode out. Um, and we've got, we had an emergency episode last week for the Walking Dead UK podcast. Talking about Melissa McBride's exit from the spinoff, not the main show, but the spinoff. So we got that bit of information. Uh, did a podcast called 14 Steps to Fix the DCEU. So not how to add to it, but how to take things away and change things and just generally fix the DCEU. So there was that episode. And that's basically uh, what we've been doing recently on entertainmenttalk.org. And you can find us on your favorite podcast platform. Uh, again, this is from uh, Wikipedia. Um, I didn't actually find anything posted from TV Line this week, but... Uh, Either place is fine, as long as the recap makes sense. So that's good. Uh, Opening of the episode. um, So a couple ride their um, bicycles through an Albuquerque suburb, um, then return to their home. The home is revealed later in the episode to be the command post of uh, men who uh, work for Gus, and they're looking at cameras. Um, The later scene reveals that, of course, Gus is trying to look for Lalo, but we'll talk about that a bit more um, later uh, yeah, another kind of, again, weird opening. You're kind of wondering, like, okay, why are we watching these two people go through the, you know, streets on their bikes? Um, yes. And we have, like, who are they and all this kind of stuff. And I started thinking, like, are they clients for Jimmy and Kim or you know, Soul and Kim? Um, are they, like, yeah, who, who are these, these, these people? Um, it's not like, you know, Gretchen and Elliot or something, but... Um, and then we see this random house that has been uh, painted and stuff, and I, you continue to just think, okay, why, why are we why are we looking 
at this, but obviously it's all revealed later. Um, so again, doing good with it. This was, I mean, this was like mystery, but it wasn't sort of like you know teddy bear falling from the, uh, you know teddy bear in the um, swimming pool, or like okay, why are we looking at a random shot of a you know desert from, from yeah. you know from last week's episode? But it was still good. Trying, this was more of a sort of trying to figure out who these people are as opposed to figuring out what you're looking at. I guess, but um, it was still quite good. What did you think of this one? Yeah, I mean, the it, it was, as I said, kind of mysterious, but not in the sort of really weird, awful way that we get with some of the breaking, like you know, like the random shot of the desert or the you know the the cuddly toy in the swimming pool or that sort of stuff. Um, so yeah, I liked what they did with the opening of this and the, just the two of them chatting who clearly a sort of you know working in the area and they're making comments about oh i can't believe they've painted the house that color oh, that's not going to go down well with the uh with the housing association and all this sort of stuff i i just i really like that i thought it was very funny um it's a the housing association thing in america is very strange but um uh-huh yeah the the uh yeah so i i like that just as a sort of random kind of weird slightly odd opening you like who are these people why are we watching them but yes i i did like that as an opening yeah yeah it was, it was did you have any like guesses in that scene as to who it well was? yeah i had the same sort of thoughts of you as like is is this going to end up being a case or something are we are, are these is something attached to the sort of howard stuff maybe i i don't know mm. yeah i yeah, I I didn't I, I didn't figure out like who they were until we kind of you know we get the scene later. It's like oh right okay that sort of makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Uh, back into the main story or continuing the episode. Uh, while Ham uh, Howard um, visits his therapist, uh, Jimmy disguised as Howard <laughs> uses his duplicate key to take uh, Howard's car. He picks up Wendy from a motel drives past Kim and uh, Cliff and pretends to force Wendy out of the car, uh, making it appear to Cliff that Howard is, is using uh, sex workers. Uh, Jimmy returns the car and makes a narrow escape just as Howard leaves his appointment. Uh, Kim drives Wendy back to the motel and uh, Wendy alerts Kim to a nearby car, uh, which Wendy um, believes to be uh, undercover police. Of course, she, you know, because of what she does and she probably thinks that. Uh, Kim notices the same car continuing to follow her, and we'll follow up with that later. Um, this again, this was a fantastic mix of um, the the <laughs> the comedy here with uh, Sol is 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 really good, and then like the really serious sort of like there's a car following you with Kim. This is what I was mentioning in the sort of pre-talk part. Um, fr- from from his from Sol's look to him trying to move this sign. And like worrying about this cone, and like we get this really great shot um, of uh, it's like uh, you get to you get a bit of a higher camera shot of Howard so that you can see the window and you can see um, yeah uh, Sol coming past. Obviously, you know he's kind of up to something. <laughs> uh, so, somebody was um, I think on that on that same Facebook post I'd mentioned somebody said he looked a bit like an Impalumpa. Um, but because uh, I, I guess because like the face, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but th- this was this was brilliant. And then like, um, the the attempt obviously here to is here to embarrass Howard with you know making it look like he's using sex uh, workers. 
and then you've got um what's his name uh the one that kim uh cliff sorry yeah yes uh it's like what the hell's going on here and he even shouts out howard so that you do know that he you know definitely thinks yeah. that's howard um that, that it was yeah some scenes that ge- there's there's two scenes that genuinely made me laugh here one is which is the uh not the fact that she gets pushed out of the car, but like the the manner of which it happens and the embarrassment towards Howard, and then the him trying to pick up this sign and and move it and stuff. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Um. And then you could see uh, because they cut to a camera shot of um, Howard like going past this set of stairs like on the way down, and you're like, shit, Jimmy's got, <laughs> Jimmy's got to move. He's got to run, and then he just gets uh away in the nick of time. Um. This was a, this was a really brilliant like set of scenes here. Um, I guess we. I'll leave the the other paragraph for a second. We'll talk about the um, Kim, Wendy, and the and and the car. So, uh, but what do you think of the general um, soul stuff and and everything here? Yeah, it, this was really good. Um, sort of come the moment that he he picks that he kind of goes and picks her up. I and mean, part of the fact that he looks kind of ridiculous and the interaction between him and and the uh the you know sex worker and uh, the the just that sort of you know oh i like your hair and the fact that she's going to the machine and like oh i'm just gonna get root beer and she's like no i told you we've got to move you know all that sort of stuff so he's kind of panicking and stuff um so i really liked all that and then yeah the thing with the sign the moment he pulled up there and like put the cone down i was like there's you could tell that somebody's going to have moved that by the time he comes back i mean that that was just the most obvious thing but it was still very funny and his solution to it of kind of pulling the sign up and moving it across um <laughs> just brilliant I, I thought that was so wonderful I, I and i like the sort of comedy way just the way it shot as like just as howard drives off the sign falls over you know i just really well timed and put together it's it's a really good sequence so um yeah very much enjoyed that and the um yeah and and this sort of steady erosion of you know cliff's confidence in howard you know they planted drugs and now the sex workers and and um yeah all that it's it's really good Mm mm-hmm yeah, I did think they were going to add one little, and this isn't a complaint, it's just sort of an observation, I did think they were going to add one little more note to where, you know he takes the sign out, I thought he was going to have trouble getting it back in, of like he'd have to push the thing yeah. down or, or something, but he, he got it straight back in, which was which was cool, so, um, but it, it still played out basically perfectly so it's just so funny. Yeah, the, uh, she'll point out the sex worker we're talking about, I'm fairly sure he's Wendy. Yeah, it is, um, yeah. Yeah, uh which i i yeah so that who, who of course we saw in breaking bad so mm-hmm. yes yeah um this kind of confirms a um not that this was like a solid solid theory before that there was a, there was a theory that like oh kim's going to like break up with with jimmy or whatever and she'll end up being yes, Wendy, which we know can't happen because they're fucking yes, in the same place at the same time so yes that's definitely uh, yeah, but we didn't want that to happen to Kim, obviously. But um, that was a, it. It was a at one point it was like ah, you you could potentially do that, but obviously now you you it's uh, confirmed that there are uh, different people, which is good. Yeah, which is good. So, uh, but no, that is Wendy from uh, who had a a bit of a chat with a couple of Breaking Bad characters at one point. 
Yes. Um, so that was uh, that was good. Anyway, speaking of Wendy and Kim, uh, I should probably talk about this a bit more as well. Uh, Kim drives Wendy back to the motel, and Wendy starts. Uh, Wendy alerts Kim to a nearby car, which Wendy believes is an undercover police. Kim notices the car continuing to follow her. Um, we find out obviously later what this is because Mike clears things up. Um, yeah, again, makes sense for Kim to be looking out for this, you know, with the with the sex worker um, business and everything. Um, cops are going to be kind of looking looking around at, at that type of stuff or you know um, anything they don't like um, but uh, that that, uh, that kind of just sets up the, the, the kind of intense scenes afterwards because once she drives away and you see like uh, in, in the back and stuff um, this car kind of chasing her and then at one point it just drives off doesn't it so mm-hmm. uh, that was really good um, again a little bit more of an intense kind of scene following on from uh, Jimmy's uh, shenanigans I suppose so, yeah. Uh, any thoughts on this little uh, Kim and Wendy scene? They are not. The no, same I person. mean, <laughs> y- yes, no. Apart from the fact that we now know that they are definitely not the same person, which I, I never really kind of subscribed to that as a theory anyway. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the uh, I mean, I suspect we may say more of Wendy, given that Kim gave Wendy the card. So yes, possibly yeah. we'll see more of Wendy moving forward, um, which would be cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, and we also have that sort of um you know the car following her they're perfectly normal that like wendy would suspect that that's a cop car because uh-huh, she'd be looking out for that so yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. good stuff but yeah good um great scenes really really great scenes uh jimmy notices that he has become a uh, pariah among uh courthouse staff which bill oakley explains is because jimmy defended lalo salamanca because um, everyone's just giving him nasty looks and stuff, and it's not really. Uh, is it written here? Um, no, there's a, there's a bit where he tries to get this um, hearing changed, I think, and the woman yes. basically just just closes the office on him. Yes. So that was uh, that was pretty funny. So, um, but yeah, Bill uh, explains it's because uh, Jimmy defended Lalo. Uh, Jimmy later discovers that his defense of Lalo has made him popular among local criminals. Uh, so this was kind of the, the good part of this, I suppose. Uh, seeking representation from Sol Goodman. Uh, Miss, uh, I don't know how you say that name. The, the woman that's running the uh, nail salon place uh, kicks Jimmy out uh, of yes. Yeah, of the nail salon uh, because of the high client volume. There's dozens of people in there. Uh, so Jimmy begins scouting for a new office and we'll see where that ends up um do you know how to pronounce that name at all uh n- n- maybe i don't know uh, i'm not sure my pronunciation right. is terrible <laughs> <laughs> yeah um the, the woman that was a nail salon anyway yeah yeah uh we get a uh, cameo from spooge in this scene as well the uh, yes. uh he's known as the i've i've heard him refer to this several times the atm guy from Breaking Bad, <laughs> right? Cause, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he gets, uh, let's, let's just say, he gets very close to an ATM at yes. one point in the series. So yeah. uh, that, that, there were a number of little like um, callbacks in that. They've got Spooge, um, the root beer thing with Wendy as well. Is a callback um, because the, the 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 sort of Wendy's oh, from quiz, the vending machine, right? Yeah, the from the vending machine. That's also a bit of a callback to Breaking Bad because. 
there are multiple times when Wendy's kind of you know asked for root beer and then never ended up getting it. It's like like when she was being questioned by Hank and he promises a root beer and I don't think she ever oh, actually yeah. gets it then either. So there's yeah. there's there's that there's a number of little sort of callbacks to Breaking Bad scattered throughout it, which hmm. is kind of cool. Yeah, do you think <clears throat> do you think that's going to happen more and more because we're getting closer to Breaking Bad? I, I think so. I yeah. mean, and they're very, very subtle it's, in most cases. It's not like really, really obvious. I mean, we know that there are some cameos coming up which are going to be far more obvious, but I mean, generally, there's, mm-hmm. the, it's just the little things like this I think they do really, really well. Because mm. we know certain characters that um, uh, Walter, I almost forgot the main characters' names, Walter and Jesse um, that they interact with and though they're going to be like in the area i suppose um seeing as we we're now near this office place and everything um it's basically the same like area, yeah isn't it so um but i mean yeah we get wendy we get the office and we get spooge in in one episode and the root beer as you said so yes. uh, a bit of reference to that so um yeah as long as they can continue to do that in ways that aren't like look look at what we're doing and like kind of really trying to Mm. um force it in but n- n- none, <clears throat> none of what they were doing with those things felt forced um at all it was just hey yeah spooge is in the crime world i suppose yeah it makes sense yeah he- he's gonna be there uh which is cool and hey if you want to do the humiliate howard thing with the sex worker you have a character that did that before so yeah. or still does that um but yeah that was really good um but spooge looking a bit more a bit a bit better in uh, in this scene, so yes. that was good. Um, yeah, what do you think of? Because uh, I guess the, I guess there's really the double side thing here, because you've got the um, lawyers and everybody else in in the uh, in the, that building really looking at Jimmy with disgust, and then the uh, all the other clients that really. So you have got a bunch of people that don't want him, and a bunch of people that do want him. Yeah. Um, what do you think of uh, when he was walking around and people didn't sort of want to want to know him at all? I mean, uh, yeah, you sort of feel sorry for Jimmy Uh because, you know, I mean, yeah, he represented Lilo, Lilo, and I mean, but there are lawyers that have to do that, you know, there are lawyers that... Yeah, their defense lawyers. Yeah, they're they're defense lawyers, and and everybody deserves a defense. Now, some of them are shadier than others. Yes, Mm -hmm. quite clearly. Um, But you know, this is Jimmy, and he kind of got strong armed into it in the first place, anyway. So it's sort of one of those things that you do feel sorry for Jimmy, the fact that they're treating him that way, Um, and. Ultimately, though, it turns out to be a good thing for him because he gets a ton of clients out of it. And arguably the more important thing is that, yes, I mean, ideally you want to be liked around like the courthouse because it can make your life a little bit easier. But ultimately what's more useful to him is the fact that he's got a bunch of people that are now paying him on retainer and he's actually making like bank. You know, it, it, yes, he has lost some pull at the courthouse, but he's still a lawyer, and that still matters. So, you know, it's it's the the people in the courthouse might not like him, but he's got the clients now. So, you know. Mhm. Yeah. I was just looking up. I just googled quickly. Uh, Better Call Saul nail nail um, salon owner. <clears throat> um. 
It doesn't have her first name listed anywhere. <laughs> no, she's just... Because so, is... I can't quite pronounce her surname, so I was going to try and say her, her first name, but... Um, no, doesn't, I can't see it anyway, so... Um, <laughs> there we go. But we, we all know who I'm talking about anyway. Um, but no, very, both very good scenes, and I suppose this does kind of push a little bit from, again, the whole transformation from Jimmy to Sol. Uh, because I, I suppose the lawyers and everybody else that were in this building before liked Jimmy more when he was, was Jimmy, and these um, yeah. clients that he's getting the attention from, they want Sol, really. So, yeah. Uh, which is interesting <clears throat> for the story of the main character, which is cool. Um, while meeting uh, pro bono clients at the El Camino dining room, nice touch with the with the name. Yes. Um, obviously from the uh, Breaking Bad film and uh, Jesse's car and whatnot, uh, which is good. Uh, Kim spots uh, Kim spots the car that has been following her and uh, confronts the occupants. Uh, Mike reveals that the men following her work for him uh that lalo may still be alive um and that mike is uh, having men monitor anyone lalo may contact kim realizes that mike is the man who saved jimmy's life in the desert and asks why he told her and not jimmy mike replies that uh jim uh, sorry kim is made of sterner stuff which i think he's definitely correct about uh, as Mike leaves, uh, Kim recognises him as the former uh, courthouse parking lot attendant. Obviously, that was all the way back in, what, season, season one, one, I think. Yeah. So, um, good stuff. Uh, yeah, I really like this uh, um, conversation between the two of them. And I like that Kim finally decided, like, she has the opportunity there. They're parked sort of outside. And she goes and uh, confronts them. I'm glad that it wasn't Lalo, because there was a few ideas going around that it might be Lalo trying to yes. look for, uh, trying to see what... Um, Sol and Kim are, are up to, but that would have ended a lot worse because um, she might have got taken or, I don't know, something like that, So, which would have been bad. Um, but, uh, no, I like what uh, Mike's sort of doing here, you know, and uh, looking out for, for the two of them. And, um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see, um, obviously, what happens with Kim and everything, but the, the, the whole, like... Like everything in the show is deliberate and it's deliberately written and everything but the fact that they wrote in Mike to specifically say that Kim is made of sterner stuff than than Jimmy um, I think is an indication that something else is going to happen like specific to that is going to happen later on because um, I kind of wonder if that's hinting at some okay, I don't know how you line all of it up but some confrontation between Lalo maybe and Kim and maybe somebody else like so I, I feel like something to do with that is gonna come up i'm not saying lalo's gonna kill uh kim although that obviously it's a possibility but um that just gave me a bit of a more of a hint as to like something else something bigger is kind of coming up and they wrote in for him to give her that comment as opposed to jimmy who uh, as i kind of said already in the episode um He's still a bit. He's still doing a bit more of the funny stuff, and she's doing the very dramatic, serious scenes in this episode. Yeah. Um. So I just kind of yeah. I think there's maybe something there. But so, uh, what do you think of um their conversation and everything here? Yeah, I do find this quite interesting. Um, you know, with because as I say, it seems to you know, Tim Kim's obviously now realizes that Lilo may be still alive, and. Mm. <clears throat> Um, the fact that she's now met Mike directly, that 
could make things kind of more interesting moving forward because there's a good chance that Mike may end up approaching her again or mm. maybe Lalo approaches her or uh, and it, she has to go back to Michael. I, I don't know. But the fact that they've connected those characters now makes me think that that's something on, on the w- road to the way Kim disappears. It could also mean that, I mean, even if she doesn't die, it could be you know how mike sort of disappears kim um you know Mm -hmm. because we've talked about her maybe ended up in witness protection i mean not official witness protection you know the same sort of witness protection that walter and um uh jimmy end up going into you know um so it's interesting that they've put that in there and they've now connected those characters and Mike clearly thinks that she is the one that's going to hold up better out of the two of them if some shit mm-hmm. goes down. So, yeah, you yeah. know. Which she's right um, about. So. Which, yeah, which she's right about. It also must be very interesting, just as you think of it from Kim's point of view, I mean, her head must be really spinning because not only has she been approached by somebody that's, she kind of vaguely recognizes and then and he's told that you know she's being followed sort of for her own protection but also because you know they want to make sure that they catch lalo and he there's a million to one shot but he might reach out um because he might still be alive they're still not 100 percent sure on that and then she suddenly realizes hey you're the parking attendant that was really messed with her head because she's like well who, who is this guy why was the parking? Uh, was he? Was he? Uh, was he a plant as the parking attendant? I mean, you know, the things that must be going through our head right now of that character of like, right? How did know, he get from that to this? I suppose. Yeah. How, how did he? Was 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 he a parking attendant and suddenly ended up doing this, which is actually what happened, which would be weirder than you know, has he always been connected to the drug trade and he was there as a plant to keep an eye on like the courthouse which would make more sense but we know that wasn't the case so i mean there must be a bunch of things running through our head about it right now um mm. so yeah it's just a really interesting sequence that yeah yeah definitely um see it's <laughs> it's interesting because her being connected to mike is cool for the show in the story but it's not really great for her i think but no. I, I mean it it's happened for a good reason because there's the whole protection idea there but still that this gets into like the cartel which we don't want kim obviously anywhere yes. near so yeah um but it should make for some great television which this already is but anyway uh so there we go uh gus returns to his home uh uses a whole bunch of different tunnel doors uh and just different things and everything to get into his house which is seen in the opening, uh, from which he oversees a widespread surveillance operation that is uh, searching Albuquerque for Lalo. Uh, Mike says no leads have been found, but Gus insists that Lalo is still alive. There's also a couple of other notes here that um, they seem to be stretched thin on on people, um, because Mike mentions about some of their guys working like 18-hour days, and they're they're all kind of exhausted and uh, frustrated about not being able to find lalo um i love this idea that like we don't know where i mean we last saw him what in the desert on the phone to hector when he was doing the whole like um trying to get him to to say something over the phone i think that's the last time we saw lalo because he, he killed those men that had uh 
I think the refugees yes. in in that in that van. That was in what that was at the end of episode one, I think, of this season. Because uh, I think we cut there for the episode, and then episode two started. Um, so we we know where we, where we've last seen him, but he's probably moved, obviously, since then. Um, but I I kind of like how neither we or all the characters know where he is, and he'll just sort of pop up at. at uh, at some point, because he wasn't even involved in the in the Nacho scenes, was he? Because that was like the cousins, and mm. it was a uh, Hector, so he wasn't even there yeah. for that. Which is, uh, yeah, you, you thought he'd like want to be there for that, but I don't know where where any guesses at all to where Lalo is. Obviously, we're all kind of guessing, but anything on that? No, well, I mean, yeah, because he was still in, he was still over the border when. Uh-huh. We last saw him, so he's he's got to. I mean, we don't know exactly how much time has passed, but he's got to get mm. back up north. Um, so are we we presume that he's coming back to go after Gus. So it seems likely. Right. That, I mean, you know, he's he, yeah, he might not have that much direct access to money, although he may have cash. Stein, you know around in places but he's still pretty resourceful drug wouldn't be that much of a problem to get himself out of the country and be able to hide you know Hmm. uh, for certainly for a reasonable length of time so I think he's just laying low at the moment I don't think he's you know and, and, and maybe figuring out a way of getting to Gus which is not easy because we know how careful Gus is. So. Right, right. And how would you get in the house? <laughs> I suppose. Yeah. Um. So who who knows that Lalo's a? Everybody knows, don't they? Um. Well, Jimmy doesn't at the moment, does he? Um. I don't think he Jimmy. does. No. So Jimmy himself doesn't know. Kim, uh, Kim does. Mike does. Yeah. Um, Kim does well, and the but you see, well, Kim and Mike and Gus don't know. They, because Gus is convinced. Mike seems less convinced from the conversation they had. Um, Gus seems very convinced he's alive, based on the reaction of the was it the uncle or the 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 guy in the wheelchair. His name yeah, Hector. Yeah. Hector, yes. So based on the reaction from Hector, he seems very convinced that Lalo's still alive, um, but he doesn't know for a fact. So the only ones that actually know that he's alive are Hector uh, and Lalo himself, I think. Um, and whoever anybody Hector's managed to communicate that to, but quite possibly, so quite possibly nobody else. Um, the others just think that he's alive. Because hmm. the rest of the cartel people don't know. You yeah, know, It's a hunch of Gus's right now, which is, you know, and as we see from the sort of next scene, I mean, there's a conversation between... You'll see from that scene where he's kind of talking about you know the the surveillance and he's like um yeah mike's kind of look we're stretched thin we you know do we really need to be searching for this guy you know even if he is alive he's not going to come back why would he risk it you know all this sort of stuff and so not convinced at all mm-hmm. uh, really but you know he does what Gus wants him to do so yeah yeah so it'd be interesting to see how obviously all that plays out and when he pops up um how many episodes do you think it'll be till he pops up 
I I think we get in there. I mean, it might be the end of this first half before we see right. him. Episode but seven. Yeah, I mean, they haven't really set anything more up for Howard yet, so maybe we'll see him next episode. Um, I mean, you know, because there's there's no... They didn't sort of... You know, you've got Jimmy getting the new office, but they've not really set up any more Howard scams to deal with. So you've got sort of Jimmy and Kim new office stuff potentially next episode. Mm -hmm. As to the other things, sort of the cartel things... And so, so maybe we'll see Lalo next episode, possibly. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Uh, last paragraph: uh, Kim is shaken by the possibility that Lalo is um, still alive and meets Jimmy at a potential location for his new office. We know that this is the office that he does end up with, uh, despite poor maintenance and not really having anything in there. Obviously, it's a cleaned-out office. Uh, and other problems, Kim approves, uh, citing its proximity to both the courthouse and the county jail uh, she and jimmy leave for dinner and kim opts not to mention her meeting with mike although she does look over her shoulder quite a lot in this uh in this scene i, no- I noticed that as she's walking away because jimmy's walking in front of her uh, that she looks over her shoulder like twice i think so mm. um but i you probably would be wouldn't you if you knew about you know this lala yeah. thing and everything so because as she saw I guess this was a good was a good setup from the whole car thing, because um, her you know spotting the car and everything. What if there's another car to look out for? You know, or yeah. some, somebody's off somewhere else in the distance. Um, maybe even watching this place, I suppose. Um, but uh, yeah, she's. I, I'd be interested to see when she's like. I guess a bit more out in the open. Um, how much she kind of looks over her shoulder and stuff like that, and what yeah. it starts to do to her as a character, um, and how if Jimmy himself starts noticing that um because he couldn't see her doing it he was in front of her so um did you notice that at all that she was like looking over her shoulder at the end yeah little just subtle things like that which is really nicely played um Mm -hmm. i I thought that you see did a really good job with that and um yeah and and say it's nice to see the office um turn up you know because yeah that's that's really things into uh, Breaking Bad, which is great. Mm-hmm, definitely. So, be cool to see that. Um, but as I said, the scene was playing out, and I was like, no, I don't want the episode to end here. Uh, so I can't wait for um, the next yeah, episode, obviously. It did end a bit, yes, it did end a bit sort of, oh, oh, that's where you're stopping. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. expecting something else. But yes, okay, fine. Mm-hmm. So, that was good. Uh, all right, that's the end of the episode. Let's get into the two bits of feedback that we got. Uh, if you'd like to write in, let us know what you think of the episode. What do you think is going to happen to Kim? Uh, there's no more guessing as to what's happening to, to Nacho, I suppose. Um, did the episode feel a little bit more empty without Nacho? You, you just, you, you're watching this episode and you're like, Nacho's not in this one. It was, I don't know. I, I, no, had, a bit, I, I had a bit of a sad element to it. I no, yeah, no, I, I didn't feel it particularly. I was, I was all right. Hmm. With with that, I mean, you know, I think they gave him a pretty decent, satisfying end oh, yeah, yeah. last week. So but, you know, like his presence wasn't there. So yeah. Uh, anyway, if you'd like to write in, let us know what you think of the show, um, or anything that we said or anything like that. Uh, Matthew at entertainmenttalk.org, Twitter e talk UK. There's a contact page and information in your show notes. There's also a big email box 
on the website version of the episode you can fill that out uh, which a lot of you use which is good uh, it's nice and simple and convenient to use and there's the clickable email name in your show notes um jack writes in and says uh, which character um which character do you think will interact with lalo next apart from hector or the cousins hmm uh which character next Depends what you mean by interaction. Do you mean like a phone call? Do you mean because that could happen at like any point? I suppose. Do you think it mm-hmm. could be? Are you talking about an in-person meeting? Um, I don't know. It depends. It depends what exactly Lalo is actually doing, and from what he's doing, who is who does that mean is going to end up talking to next? Um, yeah. I, I suppose like Hector or the. The cousins is more likely than Gus, seeing as what you, you know, I agreed what you said about him obviously wanting to lay low. Um, but uh, yeah, so, someone from his side, I suppose, is is more likely next, I guess. Um, but again, it depends exactly what where he even is, what he's actually doing, and if he himself is going to talk to somebody uh, specific. Um, what, what do you reckon? Is going on there next? I don't know. I mean, out of the main characters, he's either going to go straight at Gus, in, mm. in which case, you know, um, it, in terms of because I mean, he may have sort of underlings or people that we haven't met yet that we wouldn't even know if he's going to talk to them. So, you know, um, but I mean, out of the main characters, we know there is a possibility he might approach Kim or Jimmy for some reason. Um, Otherwise, I think he might just go straight at Gus. Hmm. Do you think they might do a scene where um, Jimmy and Kim get home and they turn on the light and he's just in a chair on a chair? In the well, they, that's quite possible. Yes. Right. Didn't I he mean, do that before? Was that not how? I, remember I the uh, last season's like ninth episode, that really dramatic one. I, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's what he did. I honestly can't remember. Yeah. Either that, or he knocked at the door or something. Um. But one of the, one of those two things could potentially happen. Um, but, uh, in terms of which character, either one of those two or, I mean, I don't know, honestly, so (laughs) we'll see. Yeah. Uh, Kate says, um, it's been amazing to see Kim's journey so far. She's a fantastic character. Um, I will say, by the way, just on, now that we bring in Kim up, I feel like for Vince and Peter, is this a way of correcting, because we, we said, like, one of the weaknesses of Breaking Bad, apart from maybe Skylar is, like, the lack of quality storytelling with female characters, because like mm-hmm. Maria's a bit of a sort of support character for for um, oh, what's his name? Hank. Hank, yeah, uh, for Hank, and she does it. Apart from like the thieving storyline, she doesn't really get much else. Yeah, um, and apart from really, apart from those, um, apart from Kristen Ritter's character. Um, that, yeah, I mean it's a male-dominated, but both are the kind of quite male-dominated shows, obviously. But with, I don't know, do, do you think like Kim is a bit of a redemption in in that kind of way of like we we of like we can do something really quality for more seasons with a female character? Maybe? Yeah, I think I think mean certainly I think they'd probably be more aware of it this time around because I think. Uh-huh. I mean, not that there's many things you criticise on Breaking Bad, but yes, that's one thing that we have both mentioned is the 
the way female characters weren't necessarily given a whole lot to do as the show went on. And, you know, Kim has been probably one of the best written female characters they've had. Yeah. uh, yeah. I think. Mm -hmm. So, yes, I think there maybe is a certain amount of that. Yeah, definitely. Um, Anyway, it's been amazing to see Kim's journey so far. I really hope she doesn't die and to see The Office. This episode was uh, great as as that's the first time we have seen her near it. Do you think we get to um, see Kim actually in that office? Um, I think you probably will because how many episodes does that take to get... Obviously, you can do a bit of a time jump. Um... You could potentially do that in the next couple of episodes. So, you could you could do them setting it up in the next episode quite easily, yeah, I think. Yeah. Like, at least opening it and setting things up. So I think you'll see her in the building. It just depends on for how long. Because <laughs> we know that that time is going to be cut short at some point. Um, but uh, obviously we hope she doesn't die as well. I'd be quite tragic if she... Now, now that we've lost... Because it was sort of like, okay, Lalo can die. We're not rooting for Lalo to succeed. Um, Nacho was the one that we were rooting for. He's gone. Kim's the other one that we're rooting for to survive. Most of the other characters we know can survive or will survive, like um, you know, Mike and Gus and the cousins and uh, Hector and all those characters. Um, so Kim's kind of the only one left that we're like actually specifically rooting for. Um, I suppose. So uh, obviously, hopefully she she's all good. Uh, but no, that's pretty much uh that question. Um. But yeah, in terms of the office, uh, yeah, I suppose the next couple of, couple of episodes we could see that. Again, it depends. Because what has this show got next to do? I suppose show us what Lalo's up to. Um, show this progression with the office. We did quite, we did get quite a bit of the um, Howard thing in, in this episode. That was like one of the main parts. So, yeah, I suppose the Lalo in the office thing is really the next things to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, I, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing at some point, um, oh, what's the guy's name again? Uh, Cliff's probably going to talk to Howard about all this thing that's been going on. Um, yes. and we should get a scene. Actually, I think there, I, I did catch a little glimpse of a, a promo and there was a scene between the two of them. Um, it was literally like a, a one second of a 30 second promo. Um, but we got that to go through as well. So it'd be interesting to see, um, what Howard says about everything. So there we go uh that's it for this week's episode uh we'll be back next week with obviously the next one and we'll see how things progress and whatnot um that's it for now we've got uh five six what, three episodes no it's episode four isn't it five six have we only got three episodes left or am i counting wrong uh um where are we four five six seven so this it's a three episodes. I think is there seven in this bit? And yeah, seven so, and yeah. seven in the next part. Yeah, so there's three episodes left. Hmm. Doesn't Four, seem like five, a lot. Six, seven. So yes. Yeah. All right. Anyway, we'll be back for next time with that episode. In the meantime, you can find everything else that we uh, do on entertainmenttalk.org. As for TV, games, films, and May United podcasts, so check out all that. You can find us on your favorite podcast platform as well by searching for the same name. If you'd like to support the podcast and Entertainment Talk, you can either like to listen to more episodes. You can also tell other people about what we're doing and where they can find it, either by telling them or using social media if you want to do that as well. Uh, there's Patreon, the $1, $3 level tier for the ad free podcast and review options take a look at that as well if you'd like to 
Um, that's all of that. Uh, for your TV and your film news, there is geektown.co.uk and Geektown Radio. Uh, David, what's going on with all of that? I've uh, got lots of news. It's very busy yesterday. We had a bunch of trailers drop for uh, various different things, mm-hmm. and uh, we had some uh, cool, cool news pop up for uh, some interesting shows as well so that's all on the main site at geektown.co.uk uh you were on the geektown radio podcast this week and we oh, talked a lot about um walking dead we did a big thing about that we we talked a lot about the problems with dc as well so there is there was a lot of discussion about that on there mm-hmm. i reviewed 10 percent which is the new amazon series and uh, talked a bit about suspicion as well because i'm working my way through that and you talked about upload and and Barry and Foundation, so uh, yeah, there was lots of stuff in this week. It was, uh, it was a good episode. So that is uh, Geek Town Radio 341. That is up on geektown.co.uk right now, and all available podcast platforms as well. Mm-hmm. Yep, and look out for those each week on Tuesday. So that is that. If you want to find Bex, who's involved with this as well, uh, you can find her over on Trista B Y T E S. Uh, streaming over on Twitch, you can find her on Instagram and Twitter as well, so go and check out what she is up to, lots of stuff going on over there. If you want to follow me on Twitch as well for my different gaming streams, you can uh, follow me on there, which is UK over on Twitch, and if you want to uh, find the archive broadcast, uh, the archive Twitch broadcast up to date on YouTube, the game clips are not, because I made about six new ones yesterday, because uh, there's a lot of stuff that happened on, on COD, but uh, if you want to find the game clips as well, there's still dozens of those, uh, both of those things are on the YouTube channel, which is Entertainment Talk Plays. That's it. Thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye.